This is Nerd Talk Everybody, to this week's episode of Nerd Talk Ellipse, where nerd enthusiasts such as us come together with a common goal to geek out and preach nerdism in yesterday's and today's nerd culture. Featuring your hosts, Lane Stein and DJ Ben Hollow. This week's edition of Nerd Talk Lips Podcast. My name is Lane. And I'm Deej. And as always, we're geeking out weekly with our listeners about our favorite nerd topics. From Marvel and DC Comics, TV and film, Star Wars, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and beyond, Pokemon, The Walking Dead Universe, Dragon Ball Z, GT Super, and the films alike, and most things in between. That's right, guys. And here on our show, we express pride in pop culture nerdism and work hard to bring you trending content from all the fandoms you love. Please reach out to us via email, nerdtalklips at gmail.com, Twitter at nerdtalklips, or simply write up a review on iTunes or facebook.com slash nerdtalklips. We'd love some listener feedback. Hello, folks. Welcome to episode 30 of Nerd Talklips. Um, today we're going to be talking about Fear the Walking Dead and its explosive double take on its season finale, episodes 14 and 15. And we're going to talk about nerd news obviously of course and we're also going to talk briefly about our dive into gotham maybe a little bit and i imagine we're gonna the next episode of pokemon yes we're gonna do pokemon generations and we're gonna do our thing we were gonna do last week but we didn't do it superhero copycats yes that's gonna be interesting too and then i might i might probe lane a little bit about his dive into supergirl before next week when super not next week but the week after when supergirl starts so then next, we'll be regularly talking about Supergirl as of the new season starts. Right, and now would be a great time to tell you all that next week we're going to be doing an episode on Wednesday instead of Tuesday for a little bit of a scheduling thing. But we're going to do it Wednesday, and then we'll be back to our regular Tuesday schedule the following week after. So. Oh, yeah. Um, 
But right now we're going to go ahead and get right into nerd news. We don't have a whole lot, but we're going to talk about it anyway. It's time for the latest in nerd news with Nerd Talkalypse. Guys, we have DC Universe news and one article of Star Wars news, one article of Harry Potter news. So we're going to go ahead and get right into DC Universe news. They have officially announced the villains for the Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow crossover. These villains are called the Dominators. It says, when Supergirl teams up with Green Arrow and the Flash and the crew of the Wave Rider from Legends of Tomorrow in December, they will face a very dangerous foe, very familiar to fans of DC Comics. The Dominators will be the great big bad in the four-episode crossover event. The CW announced, I guess this was like a couple days ago, um, fans familiar with the aliens uh, with bright yellow skin, giant teeth. I guess they're very tall also. Uh, may wonder just how many com- compromises producers will have to make to bring them to the big screen, which I had heard in this article that they were going to be very faithful to the way these things look. And they're going to use like some really awesome practical effects, and they're going to make these things look really, really awesome. Now these things are crazy looking. They're they're big, yellow. This is the this is the picture <laughs> of them if you haven't seen it. Yeah, they look like they could fucking eat you. Yeah, dude. They're supposedly they're they're huge. Now this comes from the DC Comics 1980s um, trade paperback. It's a crossover. I don't know of with who, but. Um, known as Invasion. It features an alien race called the Dominators who previously vexed the Legion of Superheroes. Um, They're using cutting-edge prosthetics and computer effects to achieve feature film quality look, which is faithful to the Invasion artist Todd McFarlane. So this is really cool. I'm really excited for this because this is a a threat that we haven't necessarily seen. I guess Supergirl dealt with a lot of aliens, but this is something that, like, kind of is neutral – Aside from Supergirl, I guess it makes sense for it to happen on... Because they said the crossover is going to start on Supergirl and then it's going to carry over into the other shows. So this makes sense in that sort of aspect. Now, I hope... I would be so cool if they let Superman be part of this crossover also. Like, make him show up for the first two episodes and then put him away until the crossover and then have him show back up. Even briefly, like... Just because I want to see Superman meet Flash. Yeah, I want to see Superman meet all of them. Like, I, that thing we watched was really cool, that fucking Fight Club thing. Oh, yeah, Superhero Fight Club. I was going to put that in this. Superman wasn't in it, but it was still cool. It yeah, was, it was pretty cool. I wish he would have been. What was that thing that we thought? Oh, yeah, you thought Diggle was going to give Martian Manhunter a wet, wet willy? Yeah, it looked like it. <laughs> it totally looked like it. Dude. If you haven't seen Superhero Fight Club, they released the full version of it on the internet. Um... I think you can catch it. We watched it on YouTube, but previously you could only watch it on the CW TV app, which is they're trying to get people to get on there and watch all these shows because you can watch them next day air. I don't think you can watch them same day, but when the new season starts next week, you won't have to buy Hulu or buy Netflix or anything like that or stream it on some shitty streaming service on the internet. You could just download the TV, the CW TV app and watch them for free. So that's pretty dope. Um, if you want to become a fan of Arrow and Flash, check it out on Netflix first. Then if you want to watch the new episodes, 
Check them out on the CWTV app. Now, I will say that I did find out they're only going to be keeping up the last four episodes, much like Hulu did. Yeah. So that kind of sucks. <clears throat> but if, sure you're, you if you're watching them faithfully, then you have to you know check it out. They'll be up there for a couple weeks, and then they go away, then the new ones come on. It's just their way of fucking keeping uh, storage down, I guess. I remember at one point they were going to take Arrow off the CW when I was watching it a couple years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, and even some would pop up on CW. So, like, call this number if you want to argue against this or whatever. Oh, like like taking AMC off of Dish. I don't know about that. that. That's pretty much... It was, it's kind of... That's so weird. I wonder what they were going to do. I don't know, but... I get they're glad they didn't because... <laughs> These four shows are going to fucking boom together, dude. Like, yeah, dude. So far, they've got, what, the CW's got Vampire Diaries and Supernatural. And then they've got a couple of, I mean, they've got Whose Line Is It Anyway and a couple other shows that yeah. that aren't on in the fall. But, like, man, during the fall, dude, DC, the DCW. Yeah, pretty much. That's what, that's what happens, dude. They've got a show for every day of the week except for Friday that's DC-related. Oh. You've got Monday Supergirl, Tuesday Flash, Wednesday Arrow, Thursday Legends, Legends. and then I'm not I'm Friday, not counting Saturday, the weekend. Sunday. That's three days. Oh. Yeah, I'm not counting the weekend. I'm talking about the work week. I don't know if there's any shows that exclusively air on Saturdays. I'm sure there are some out there. Because yeah, maybe I'm not really sure because well, I mean there is Sunday for sure, but I'm not. <clears throat> I don't really know. I guess I never really considered the TV week different from the work like business days interesting <laughs> i don't know but anyway moving on all right uh we got the next part of news is joe manganello starts research for deathstroke role in batman movie now joe manganello himself tweeted a picture onto twitter and he has like fucking all these toys of deathstroke um he has what looks like a comic book maybe a graphic novel something on the very bottom yeah i can't really tell it's like a DJ Deathstroke unmasked. There's a lot of stuff here. I oh, know he's doing his research, so hopefully he brings a great Deathstroke to the table, which he has the size for it. For sure. My my question is, why is he starting it now, when it it's still a year and a half out? People, he's an actor, dude. Maybe they, he's getting prepared. Yeah, maybe the movie's a lot sooner, farther. Well, they filmed it quite a bit sooner than it gets released, I imagine. Yeah, I guess they probably have a lot of. App. I'm sure Affleck is. Taking it super seriously. Oh, it's gonna be so cool to watch him and Batman fight, dude. I can't wait to see this movie. Speaking of the movie, I'm gonna skip over this news article and move it down real quick because this ties in with the last thing. Ben Affleck seemingly confirmed the title of his movie as The Batman. In an interview about his new movie, The Accountant, which I watched this interview, he um, talks to I don't whoever it was, the interview guy. I'm not really sure, but he said that. The title is The Batman. He said it can change for now, but that's what... Or it can change eventually, but for now, that's what we're going with. So, I hardly consider that completely confirmed, but you heard it straight from the horse's mouth if you watch that interview that it is what they're going with, and him and Jeff Johns could totally change it, but I have a feeling that that's a good enough title for me. Yeah. The Batman? Yep. He is The Batman, as far as a lot of people are concerned. So, that's pretty dope. All right. Well, the next thing is a new Supergirl trailer, Name Drops Gotham. Now, not the show Gotham, just Gotham City in general. There's a part where there's just chaos raining down or something, and this family, like, gets out of the way of it or something. They're like, oh, we're moving back to Gotham. Fuck this. Like, 
They didn't say fuck this, but... <laughs> Either way, it's just interesting that we're finally getting... The only reason I put that in here is, like, a thing is because we're finally getting, like, a weight lifted off of the DC universe, or the DCCW universe. You know I mean, that being with Superman yeah. coming to the show, where everybody thought that, like, oh, they're not allowed to, and they've come out and said, oh, we were allowed to the whole time, but it's not his show. Like, right. <clears throat> I can agree with that, but I still think that they were like, well, we're kind of doing the movies right now, and you can't talk about Gotham, and... You can't talk about Superman. I don't see why they couldn't like talk about Gotham. Gotham's a TV show already. Yeah, I know that. I'm just saying, like, they took... The rumor is that they took Suicide Squad out of Arrow because of the movie. Well, they took Suicide Squad out of Arrow because the Suicide Squad finished its role. The, yeah, the I The show's called Arrow, not Suicide Squad, so why would they be that regular? I don't thing? know. This is something that Willa Holland came out and slammed WB for. That She plays Thea. And she's like, you guys took the Suicide Squad out of Arrow because of the movie and it's bullshit and all this I feel shit like they like took that. Suicide Squad out of Arrow because they finished their part. And I agree. And they moved on to the next thing. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, but, I mean, then obviously with last week's news thing that we had, that Deathstroke was coming back to Arrow. You know what yeah. I mean? So we're going to have two separate Deathstrokes in, in the world. Whoa. So maybe... Maybe we're someday have two in the separate future. flashes. Real yeah, soon. really, already have two separate flashes. I don't understand people's mindset, but I, just be happy with everything that's coming. That's that's the point. Two different universes. That's all you got to think of it as. It's yeah, awesome. and then maybe someday in the far future, Netflix can come up with some crazy thing where we get Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh my god! And we can get we can get the movie universe and the TV universe in one giant ten episode crossover event. Sounds like a nerd's dream. I would love to see, like, Henry Cavill's Superman looking down on that other little pussy-ass Superman from the TV show. <laughs> Tyler Hecklin? That guy is so scrawny. Yeah, he is. He's like a... A lot of people describe him as a pre-crisis Superman. No. Like, back so. in the day. Which, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. He's definitely small. For sure. Yeah, he's tiny. But I like the way he looks. I, I, I don't like I don't... his fucking bushy-ass eyebrows. Yeah, he's got. He, yeah, he's not as as dashing as you were, were talking about. Yeah, like I asked DJ's wife, I'm like, "Is that guy hot?" She goes, "No." <laughs> I'm like, "I'm like Superman's supposed to be like fucking banging," and then uh, she <laughs> goes, "No." Green Arrow, on the other hand, <laughs> and she did say that Henry Cavill from the movies also. Yeah. So. God, that body. Yeah, I mean, how can you argue with that someone that humongous? Dude, that scene in BVS when he's like carrying that rocket ship. Yeah, he's fucking huge, <laughs> dude. He's so oh. big, man. I remember seeing that in I the trailer. Back out, just pretending. <laughs> that's well, I don't know what to tell but, you. Yeah, oh, well, this is like in the first one when he's running up on shore without a shirt on. Oh yeah, every muscle possible. <laughs> yeah, there. it's just showing. I'm like, I didn't even know you could get those muscles. Right, he's got muscles on his muscles. But anyway, so this is the next thing. I guess it's kind of like a Marvel and Star Wars thing. It's not really that big of a news article, but I guess there's a new Rogue One trailer arriving with the Doctor Strange movie. Woohoo! So that's a double whammy right there. We're seeing Doctor Strange in IMAX. Damn straight, we're seeing. That's Doctor too Strange crazy in IMAX. of a movie to. Not all we could do the big D theater would work too, but yeah, that's fine. We yeah. got to see it in something like that, man, because it's going to be too aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Oh, that's that's. I can't wait to. Speaking of IMAX, Harry Potter's coming back to IMAX for the next couple weeks. Uh, over seven days, like the original movies. Yeah, 
They're sending all of the original movies. The first two have been completely remastered for IMAX. That's gonna be expensive, dude. Like I mean, it's gonna be there for ten or for seven straight days. So all seven of them, or one a day? One a day for seven days. That's what I mean. So you're gonna go seven days in a row. That's fucking seventy bucks. Yeah, if they're ten dollars a ticket. Yeah, you think they're probably twelve or thirteen. I bet they're gonna sell like in a package, like. Buy all the Harry Potter. Tickets. That would be ridiculous, dude. Because then, for people that are traveling, this if you're living in an IMAX area like Pittsburgh, yeah, it'd be easy. fine. But you'd have to clear your schedule for seven straight days. I don't think I'm gonna go see any of them. Like, I would love to. I just saw what I. But I that would be the most amazing thing that. ever. But it, first of all, it's I'm happening gonna, gonna next week. I'm not gonna drive to fucking Pittsburgh every day. Well, no, it's happening next week. Either way. Yeah, Monday through Saturday. Three, four, five. Yeah, Monday through Sunday, actually. Oh, well. But, I mean, it would be really cool. But So, there's a... Go ahead. There's a talk. new Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them trailer. Uh, it was a good trailer. It just expended on more of the stuff we've seen. But there had a really interesting comment. Now, it looks like the city looks like it's in turmoil. Like, like the, the weather's going crazy or something. You don't know if it's because of the, the creatures that have got out, but... They say something specifically saying that it's a, it's a side effect or it's an effect of the war with Grindelwald in Europe or something. And I'm like, what? Yeah, that that line really excited me. I actually have the whole entire trailer. I clipped it. I'm gonna I, I I'm gonna put it in here for you all to listen to. It's not very heavy on music, so there's a lot of talking, which is good. It's, it's the information that you need. Um, if you're a big Harry Potter fan. That I know Lane and I have been waiting for years because we want to see Dumbledore versus Grindelwald. So bad. And I think that this line indicates that maybe at the end of number two or the end of Fantastic Beasts 3 or something like that, we're going to see this fight. Because I don't, I don't know for sure, but I would love to see Michael Gambon fighting Grindelwald, Dumbledore. Now, I would rather see the old Dumbledore. Yeah, but... He's dead. Yeah. Either way... Well, what do you mean, because I don't think it would be that Dumbledore, because I guess, yeah, well, he's a lot younger. really young. Either way, that fight, they, there's a fan-made trailer on YouTube, a fan-made movie on YouTube of that fight, but it's not movie quality. It's pretty close, but it's not as badass as it yeah, could I be. I want to see, uh, I would give anything in this world, because this, this shows exactly how powerful Dumbledore is, because that wand that Grindelwald has is explained to be the unbeatable wand. You cannot lose in a duel with it. Yet, somehow Dumbledore beats the guy that is almost equally in magic to him, that has that one, and he still beats him. Like, right? What the hell does he do? That's a, I cannot. That's a, yeah. That how how the fuck? I don't know. So I'm gonna put that clip in here for you all to listen to. It's a couple minutes long, so enjoy the trailer. Use your imagination if you want to. Just go check it out instead. Skip over the next two minutes. But it's definitely worth it. I think it's the third trailer we've gotten for this. This movie comes out next month. You've known for 24 hours that an unregistered wizard set magical beasts loose in New York. Yes. Where is this man? So, you're the guy with the case full of monsters, huh? Use travels first. Mr. Scamander, do you know anything about the wizarding community in America? We don't let things loose. Hey! 
Mr. English guy, I think your egg is hatching. You wiped his memory, right? The no magic. The what? No magic. The non-wizard. Sorry, we call them muggles. I don't think I'm dreaming. I'll give it away. I ain't got the brains to make this up. Something is stalking our city. Wreaking destruction. And then disappearing without a trace. Witches live among us. We've lived in the shadows for too long. Ask all of you. Who does this protect? Us? Danger. He senses danger. This is related to Grindelwald's attacks in Europe. This could mean war. We got a plan, right, guys? They need our help. Was that everything that came out of the case? I won't let another one die. I refuse to bow down any longer. Time is running out, Mr. Scamander. guys that was the fantastic beast and where to find them trailer number three but that completes nerd news for now we're gonna go right into this thing that we're calling that was his superhero copycats marvel versus dc there's a couple of them here if you guys don't know some of the differences that that exist in the marvel dc universe and similarities then we're going to tell you now, a lot of them are obvious you know a lot of them you've already heard about we have five different ones to talk about today. I'm sure there's more than that, but we're going to get right into the first one. We've got Green Arrow and Hawkeye. Now, this is an obvious, you know, they're both archers. They've been pitted against each other in many different types of battles, and who would win this and that? Who's the better archer? Now, it goes on to say, neither Hawkeye nor Green Arrow have any superhuman abilities. They simply went throughout a lot of training to hone their craft of archery. The... These are almost exact copies of each other. However, DC's Green Arrow came first in 1941. Oliver Queen was once a wealthy playboy in Star City until he got stuck on a deserted island and was forced to hunt for his own food. He mastered the bow and arrow in order to survive. After returning home, he began fighting crime with his new ability, ultimately joining the Justice League, in which case he never misses his target. Marvel's Hawkeye also never misses his target, but he didn't show up in the comics until 1968. So, Oliver Queen is... 27 years older than Clint Barton. Now, Clint Barton, an orphaned circus kid, started out as a villain who eventually turned good. He became a key member of the Avengers because a normal arrow doesn't do much damage. Both Hawkeye and Green Arrow depend on technology to defeat their enemies. Both superheroes have jumped into live-action animated series, jumped into live-action animated series, and are still aiming away in the comics. So, <clears throat> yeah, there's a lot of similarities. I like Green Arrow better. I think he's a better fighter. I don't think either one's better at shooting the arrow bow than the other. If neither misses, then whatever. Like, I mean, I've, we've seen both of them do some pimp-ass shit. Yeah. 
I mean, and even in Avengers, Hawkeye does some badass stuff with his fucking... Where, where he's, like, turning around talking to yeah. uh, Black Widow and he shoots fucking that thing and it explodes. That shit was dope. But mm-hmm. I've seen Oliver Queen on Arrow do fucking thousands of more badass things. Like Oliver Queen has also taken Superman by surprise and shot him with the bow. So <clears> if you're shooting Superman with arrows... Fucking that uh, uh, Dark Knight Returns... Parts one and two, Oliver Queen is like an old guy, and he's like using his teeth to pull his bow yeah, back, he and he's one like, arm. yeah, one arm, he's fucking firing shit off, like, that's just crazy. Yeah. So, I don't know. Next one we got, Deadpool and Deathstroke. <coughs> says, now we know for sure that these two mercenary vigilantes, Deadpool and Deathstroke, are basically direct copies of each other, or at least that's what the comic... Ex- comic experts say depending on who you talk to Slade Wilson first appeared in 1918 Titans comic books that's Deathstroke Wade Wilson first appeared over 10 years later in 1991 in the new mutants allegedly Deadpool's creator Rob Liefeld wanted to draw Deathstroke but he was unable to instead he created a spin on Deathstroke in the form of a brand new mutant named Wade Wilson whose design is clearly heavily inspired by Slade Wilson first of all they look very similar and their names rhyme they both have the same armored belts and bandoliers. Yes. And two-tone costumes. However, comic books resident expert, oh yeah, comicbook.com, his resident expert Kofi Outlaw clarifies that the two have officially different personalities. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Much. You know, so on a personality level, there are the two aren't even close. Deadpool is a wise-cracking killer uh, who's a lot of fun to be around, while Deathstroke is a, is a stoic and a militant hard ass with a presence that pretty much lives up to his nickname the terminator oh okay that's his nickname when the fuck is that his nickname i've never even heard of that um, the former the former is a psychopathic spider-man oh yeah deadpool <laughs> <laughs> this is it's confusing me he's a psychopathic spider-man pretty much the latter is a killer version of batman makes sense that's deathstroke Take a superficial similarities, the costume, the name, the occupation, and the two are popular opposites. Polar opposites. Polar opposites. General audiences are familiar with both Deathstroke and Deadpool as they recently made the jump into live action. Deathstroke appeared in season two of Arrow, and Deadpool got his very own R-rated movie. For non-hardcore comic book fans, you'll soon have the chance to get to know Deathstroke a bit more in the DCU's upcoming solo Batman flick. As the big, the main big bad. Alright, the next one we have is Catwoman and Black Cat. There's nothing wrong with having too many cats, right? Black Cat and Catwoman are such a perfect example of comic book copycats that it's almost laughable. But why cats? Why didn't creators develop human female characters that dressed up in dog suits? Because a woman in a dog suit is not sexy. And both Black Cat and Catwoman are the definitive sexed-up comic book ladies. They both were created as a love interest to their male counterparts Batman and Spider-Man. They switch back and forth between hero and anti-hero, and finally Black Cat and Catwoman are both flirtatious thieves with expensive taste. The only difference is that Black Cat has the ability has the ability to wish bad luck upon someone who she crosses their path. That's interesting. I didn't know her. Oh, and Selina Kyle appeared in DC Comics in 1940, almost 40 years before Marvel's Felicia Hardy earned her whiskers. So, there, DC is, once again, DC seems to be first in all of this. Yeah. So far, a three out of five, uh, three out of six, DC has made their characters first. <laughs> well, I didn't, there's nothing underneath that I know, one. we can still say it. 
All right, so X-Men and Doom Patrol. I've never heard of the Doom Patrol, so I'm assuming I'm I'm just going to go right ahead and assume that Doom Patrol came after X-Men, but imagine a team of strangers of different superheroes who desperately want to be accepted by society is led by a man confined to a wheelchair. Now, put that superhero team into a copy machine and both X-Men and Doom Patrol will split out of the, on the other side. DC's Doom Patrol, a large group or a group of young outcast teenagers with peculiar gifts, first appeared in 1963. Society determined that they were freaks and alienated until the chief, Dr. Calder, took them in. Calder, who was bound to a wheelchair, taught them how to use their special gifts and created the Doom Patrol. All this sounds very familiar, doesn't it? Marvel's X-Men number one was published a few short months later. Wow, no shit. So Doom Patrol was first. I cannot fucking believe that. It's crazy. Um, Yeah, it was in 1963. It was... There is really no reason to re-explain their backstory, considering it's the same as the Doom Patrol. The main difference between the two teams is that X-Men were born with mutations, while the Doom Patrol got their powers from odd accidents. So, that's fucking crazy. I've never heard of the Doom Patrol before. Me neither. Interesting. They came before X-Men. That's so weird, dude. Marvel copying DC again. It's weird, because Marvel used to consider DC their distinguished competition. Yeah, but they're getting all their ideas from DC, apparently. It's weird. Now, we know Century came after Superman, so we can already say again, DC is... Right. Now, this one is, like, as I just said, Superman and Sentry. No matter how hard Marvel has tried, they cannot copy Superman. DC's Superman is arguably the most powerful superhero of all time. Unless you have a hidden stash of kryptonite, he is virtually unstoppable against his foes. Most superheroes were created in his image. Marvel's first attempt was with Hyperion, who debuted in 1969. Hyperion was an alien with identical powers to Superman. He even had his own version of heat vision called atomic vision. In some incarnations, he is also a journalist. However, we don't know if he wore fake glasses or not. <laughs> Marvel's second attempt at a Superman-esque character was Sentry, who also gained his power from the million, from a million the exploding suns. Don't know what the hell that means. <laughs> Could fly, wore a huge S on his chest, and was, and was the strongest being of all time. Sentry was not an alien, but gained his powers from being injected with a secret serum. He's played a role with the Avengers and is considered the most powerful inhuman in the Marvel Universe. The point is, is that there cannot be another Superman. There is only one. I think Sentry's cool, though. Yeah. From what I've seen, he's super powerful, dude. Like, I've read a couple things about him before. Like, I wonder if Sent- Superman... I want to <coughs> see Superman fight the Beyonder. The Beyonder is supposed to be ridiculous. Yeah. He's like fucking super like fucking a god. powerful. Yeah. And he can change... He can change... Like, he can make himself more powerful just by willing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? He can beat his foes by willing to be more powerful than them. Like, That's crazy. That's ridiculous. Yeah. But anything I've looked up about him, he only exists on, like, Earth 616 or some weird shit. Right. Like, so, uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about the Beyonder. Like we said before, we don't lot. favor one over the other, but we learn more about DC usually than we learn more about Marvel. Right. Now, the last one here is Flash and Quicksilver. We don't have any information about them, but I do know a couple things that we can just spit off the top of our head is that I know that the Flash, no matter which incarnation it is, is definitely faster than Quicksilver. And he was before Quicksilver. Yes, and he was definitely before. I mean, the Flash has its many incarnations. I don't know if we're talking about... Actually, I don't know if Jay Garrick is any faster than Quicksilver. I'm not positive, but I know that Barry Allen is faster than Quicksilver, and I know that Wally West is faster than Definitely. Barry Allen. Yeah. Um, I don't know about... I don't know much about Bart Allen. The Bart Allen's supposed to be even faster. Really? I think so. Well, that's crazy. Like, Bart Allen's so fast that he can create, like, a clone of himself. 
just by moving so fast, and he can be here, and he can be in another completely different area. Right. That's crazy. That's uh, that's like Godspeed. Godspeed can do that. That's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Godspeed, speedsters are strange. Like every speedster villain, like just wants more speed. Like that's all that they're Can't out blame to get. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's the, the that's what addicts. they're there for. But like, that's what primarily what Godspeed is trying to do. Steal Barry Allen's speed. Why? Why is that a thing? Why is that always the fucking thing that's happening? But either way, Godspeed is nuts. But that that's that for superhero copycats. I'm sure there's plenty more. Yeah, maybe we'll talk about other ones we come across. But. Yeah, we'll have to try to keep finding some. I wanna, cause I like that. It was that was interesting. It's very or you learned some shit. All right, now we're gonna get right into Fear the Walking Dead. Fear. Alright guys, Fear the Walking Dead completed its Season 2 with Episodes 14 and 15 in the same night, which is an interesting (coughs) way to do it. Walking Dead usually does 90-minute episodes for the finale and 90-minute premieres, but Fear the Walking Dead decided to opt out and do two episodes in the same evening. Preparing the world for The Walking Dead Season 7 premiere by airing a marathon between now and then. So I don't know if they're doing it all throughout the week, which I'd almost have to. I don't know if they're doing every episode of the season or of, of the previous seasons or if they're just doing it, you know, for the last couple. I'm not really sure, but that show, that comes back, what, you said, there's two Sundays between now and, and the premiere. Two Sundays without Walking Dead and then the third Sunday it'll be. Oh, yeah. The time. Can't wait. So I'm very excited. We're going to, like we've said before, get probably try to get Dylan and Nate back on just to talk about it a little bit for immediate reactions once we find out who got Lucille'd. But for now, we're going to go ahead and cover these final two episodes of Season 2 for Fear the Walking Dead. The first episode is Episode 14. It is called Wrath. Yes. This episode starts with Ophelia. We get to see her again. Her, her truck like breaks down and starts overheating, and of course she gets attacked by some walkers. Um, it's a typical walker confrontation. It's nothing super special. She she sees them. She goes grabs a hammer and she starts. She kills them all. Like she doesn't get bit or anything. So, I mean, it was a cool scene. She beats some ass, but it wasn't. It was just a typical walker, one person versus five walker. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We've seen it a hundred times. And she jumps in the back of her truck and then just begins to walk. She jumps in the back of her truck, then starts walking. Well, she gra- <laughs> no, I guess I didn't mean to say it like that. But she grabs stuff out of the back of her truck and then gets out and starts walking to wherever the border. Yeah, seen. I mean, we'll get there. Oh, I thought that was pretty immediate. No, okay, that's, that's my bad. Yeah, she just starts walking in the, just the middle of nowhere, seemingly. All right, cut away to Nick sneaking out with the gunman from the from the uh, previous episode. Yeah, from the previous episode. The they grab drug they grab drugs they steal them and they take them to the uh, drug warehouse grocery store whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, oxys and he does it. We don't we don't know why he's doing it yet, but he's grabbing a bunch of oxys. Right. Well, we knew he was doing it because to keep them from. Well, we know why. We find out later why. Yeah, but like in the last episode, he wanted to do this still because the, oh okay was, that, okay that yeah, family right. was missing and he wanted the 
they were expecting it or whatever. Right. Well, it goes back to uh, there's a lot of back and forth in these episodes. Well, yeah, they got to cover everything, and I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why they choose this method of storytelling. I would rather okay. them. I would rather them do one, complete it. Do one, complete it. Do one. I don't complete it. it. It makes you. It was. It was a good. It was a good. See, good couple season. Good couple episodes at the end here. Right. Well, uh, Travis and Madison uh, talking, and uh, they were like sleeping, and she's still trying to tell him it's not his fault. You know, she's working effortlessly on the fact that it's not his fault. Your son is a grown-ass adult. He, or kind of, he's 16, but he decided to leave on his own. It's not your fault. You can't fucking control everything. Like, mm-hmm. And uh, Travis started apologizing. He apologizes to Alicia, to Alicia about Chris. Like, sorry, I didn't believe you. Like, because when they tried to attack her and whatnot. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's apologizing. He's saying he, he was trying to help him. Because who wants to believe that about their son? You can't blame him too much. But... And then uh, the next scene, it cuts back to Nick in the warehouse or a big grocery store. Right, and then it re- here it is revealed that he, you know, he's bringing, um, he's bringing oxies to get them. Now the guys, the two guys, the one, the main, the main guy who runs the place, he's talking to another group of guys, and they're talking about going, getting into the community, and that they're gonna, yeah, how they're gonna do it. Yeah, and that they have all this firepower, and that they're gonna get in there, and, and I don't know what their goal is, but. I guess they just want to get in there and get the drugs. Well, I think for... they no, they want to have the community. Like, oh, is that what they want to do? Yeah, like okay, they, yeah. they want to live there. Okay, so Nick gets there and he has a huge bag of oxies and he's like, "I'm trading this to you, for, so you guys don't come to us." And he's like, "I know you guys know where we are because Nick kind of saw somebody seeing them." Right, and and the guy's just he's not having it. No. He's, he's like, "We want." So they have another supplier. Yeah, they don't need their drugs anymore. They say something about they have some other supplier or some like we can get our drugs somewhere else now. He says. Oh, okay. And he says, give a, you know, give them. We want your, uh, colonia. I think they keep calling it, the compound or die, pretty much. So he's like giving them like a he's like a, taking a Negan status. Like, give me your shit or I'll kill you. Yeah, <laughs> but he wants all their shit. Right. <laughs> Negan's Negan has evolved to where you got to give me some of your shit so you can still give me some more shit later. Right. <laughs> give me all your shit now because then you won't have shit to give me later. Yeah, that's true. Well, um, they go into a room, uh, Nick and them, and they find, they see that family that had escaped from the col- the colony. Not really escaped, but the guy that took his family and the, those guys captured him and were questioning him, and they are dead. All three of them. The... Even the little girl, man, that was hor- that was horrifying to see. All right, so yeah, so the little girl was in there with her family. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, it was really fucked up. Uh, let's see, where do we leave off? Now and then that that goes to the next scene back to the hotel. Now it shows they have like this little refugee camp kind of thing going on with the, the people that are hurt and sick, and uh, the two white guys that Chris was with are there. And Maddie's group—they already hate them. They're just obnoxious. Like they're already talking about how much they suck. They're just being loud and ridiculous. Come help my guy over here, like thinking that they're better, you know, kind of bullshit. And oh yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, oh yeah, they showed up last night and they're absolutely awful. Which is, these these guys are just an idiot. <clears throat> so Madison approaches them, and they're just douchebags about it. Like they're just, they're like the whole, they're like the fucking godsend to the world. Yeah, they're like it's about goddamn time. Um, and then they they tell a story about their truck. Uh, they rolled their truck and their buddy driving didn't make it. See, obviously, we're you know we're all thinking it's Chris, but 
Yeah, but it's The Walking Dead. You never know. Yeah, it could have been anybody. They could have picked up, you know, ten more people for all we knew. But Madison starts probing them, asking them questions. And she says, oh, your name's Derek. He's like, yeah. And she starts putting it all together. Mm -hmm. And she goes up and sees Strand and tells them about, you know, what Travis told her and all that stuff. And and, um, Strand's like, well, we we cannot let Travis find out out about this. They're in a dilemma. Do they make them leave or do they let them stay and Travis will find out? Right, because she's pretty sure that Chris is dead and, and doesn't mm-hmm. want Travis to find out. And well, she wants Travis to find out because well, yeah. she believes he has the right to know. Strand, on the other hand, thinks that it would be a bad idea. Right. And Strand, I mean, Strand's smart for thinking that because it, that's how it inevitably ended up. Because he asked Madison, he says, what gives you hope in this world? Like, what? What, what do you? why do you wake up every morning? She goes, for my kids, like for my son, my daughter. And he says, do you want Travis to lose that? Like, you know, he has no kids left after this, like. So, I mean, I understand him, but at the same time, you'd want, I'd rather know. Oh, absolutely. So, at this point, it cuts back to Nick and his girl talking to Nick. What does that mean? Nick's girl. Nick. Talking. Oh, Luciana. Yeah. Luciana is talking to Nick um, about what happened at the grocery store warehouse thing. Like, you uh, left, and he goes, I had to. He goes, I had to do something. Like, Yeah, and he said, and, and he finds out that the attack is inevitable no matter what they do. Um, and they want to go tell Alejandro. Yeah, they have an ultimatum. Either leave and let us just take the place or stay and fight and potentially die. Because <laughs> they right. have more gun power. So Alejandro finds out and he's super pissed. Yes. And uh, But Nick quickly redeems himself by saying they need a plan and they're going to figure out what they're going to do. And then all of a sudden, uh, you see, it just shows like the feet of the bed. And this person, like, you see their feet drop down. Oh, yeah. You can hear the very common rattle of the walker breathing and the walker comes up behind them and just attacks them um alejandro was defending nick and alejandro got bit by a walker and i wrote on here let's see if he really is immune because he actually got bit by a walker this time yeah yeah we actually got to see it um so after you know after a little bit of a scuttle a scuffle i mean the nick like I, I, somehow the walker there's like a big thing they all end up following falling off this like balcony yeah um landing on other patients below and the walker lands on top of this one guy and bites his nose off like right the fuck off like ridiculous <clears throat> and then this lady pulls a walker off and she and the walker bites this lady's finger off yeah and then nick grabs the walker and just fucking stuffs his thumbs into the eye sockets of this walker. It was super awesome. Yeah, it was one of the coolest kills we've seen on Fury yet, I think. Like, he just like stuck just, his thumb so far in that it probably fucked up his brain up. And, it and I mean, crazy. Frank Delane is a lanky dude. I bet you, I didn't, I've never really paid attention, but I bet you his thumbs are really long. Oh, well, yeah, but... <laughs> I mean, I don't know if my thumbs could kill a walker. Your, your thumbs are thicker than an eye socket, so I don't think you could get them in the room. <laughs> you think? Maybe. I don't know. I'll just... <laughs> But uh, and then it snaps back to Alejandro, and he has a worried look on his face. Like, and Nick notices this, and so like maybe he's—I don't think he's immune. Like you know, because he looks—he got bit, and now he's like, "Fuck!" Yeah, he looks horrified. Yeah. But he quickly, like, quickly, quickly recounts himself, and he's like, "We need to get out of here right now." And yeah, he regains his composure. He goes, "Oh, it's okay. It's not a problem." And then it goes back to Ophelia's walking, and she's just walking seemingly in the middle of nowhere. When she finds a hole in a fence, and she's like, "Woo, woo!" Like she, like she gets pretty happy about it. 
Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and she goes through and says, where is she going? Like, I say, where is she going? Back to America? Because it seemed like that was the border. Yeah. Crossing the border. So then it just shows her walking, and then it now goes back to back to Alejandro's, Alejandro and his community. And they're putting the bitten into what I call the walker pit. It's like the, right. the whatever, the first defense into their place. Like I realize now, at first I was like, why do they do that? I don't understand, but then I feel like I realize that that's just for more defense. Right, yeah, why, why put them down when you can they, use them as weapons? Yeah, they probably all made a uh, plan that if you if you got bit or something, we're going to stick you in here and you're going to be another walker. for Right, like, it's a good idea. Yeah, like but again, said. like I said, though, any other aspect we've seen of that many walkers being there, they come through that fence. But they're not even trying. Like there's yeah, it's a pretty horde weird. of people living in eyesight, and they don't even try. Like yeah, I don't but, understand it. I mean, yeah, and the guys have got, got like a uh, uh, tissue holding. He's holding up to his nose. I'd be fucking freaking out. But like, my nose just got ripped off. He, right, dude. No, there's two little holes there, like a fucking skeleton just left there. Yeah, it's crazy. That's ridiculous. Um, those guys are fucking assholes. Oh, the ones that. But so yeah, so back to the guys in the uh, um, parking garage at the hotel. Those white guys is what I meant to say. Not yeah, the guys. those white guys. So they're just being douchebags. They're and then Madison decides that they're gonna you know fix. They're gonna get their shoulder fixed, and um, they're gonna take them. They're gonna take them to another room. And the other the other people that are staying there start rioting because they they're getting a room and they haven't been offered anything. Yeah, and I'm like I hate these white guys, but at the same time I say, I say fuck them. Like those people that are bitching about it. I was like, you know, we're not here to help you. Go fucking find somewhere else then, if you're gonna be a fucking dick. Like, well, we've already told you we can help whoever the hell we want. Like, you know, this is our community. If you don't like it, you can go fuck off. Like, yeah, go claim we something owe you else. Nothing. Like, we did all the fucking work. I don't see how they have the right to act like that, not getting help. Like, it's not, like. Like they were required to help them, like, right? Like, which is purposely off. why that's why that's why things in Alexandria are the way they are. You know what I mean? That's why they have they have people set aside to go out and scout. Yeah. You know what I mean? If they don't like you, they're not gonna fucking choose you. Yeah. Aaron yeah. came up to to their group. You know what yeah, I mean? Specifically. Cause them, huh? Yeah, because he thought that they were they were an asset. If these people can't interview you and and see like, oh, maybe this guy will be an asset, or maybe this guy's a doctor, or something like that. If you're just gonna walk up to a place all willy-nilly and be like, let me in here. Or, I expect treatment for nothing. Yeah, because uh, we're fucking in this world. Like, fuck you. I, I, I'm right there. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Well, I think it's bullshit. Then it shows the same scene, but it shows Travis looking down out of a window until what's happening. And he sees Madison leading two guys and then the group of people just following. Right. Now, he re- seems to recognize them because he starts yelling Chris's name. Yes. You know, yeah. He recognizes the two guys in the front. And he's like, Chris, Chris. And then he fucking runs out, and he just runs. Now he's, and then he tries to confront them. Right, and at this point, it's revealed that instead of actually helping them, they were going to banish them without ever telling Chris, or without ever telling uh, Travis that it was happening. But he shows up, and he's like, he's like, he's like, Madison, Madison. He's like, Chris. He's like, where's my son? And he confronts these two guys, and these guys like look like they about shit themselves when they see Travis. He's like, I can't believe that he's here. Like, what are the odds? Now, and then that right after that, it goes right back to Nick, and he's packing up, and he's telling Luciana. Yes. Telling her to leave. He's like, we got to leave. He goes, we cannot stay here. We're going to die. Uh, he has no faith in Alejandro anymore. He... Oh, yeah, he shows up, and he's like, he's like, you, want, you clean it up with some antiseptic? Yeah. Um, yeah, and then did you already say he's admitted? No. no. So, yeah, Nick was Nick confronts him saying that he he definitely saw that he was afraid that he got bit. 
Um, and then he admits that he's not immune, like they all thought all along. Yeah, I mean, I thought that from the very beginning. I'm like, bullshit. Fuck like, yeah. No Even way. Nick said in the in the very first episode, he's like, bullshit. There's no fucking way. Yeah, it made no sense. He's like, you get bit, you turn. That's that's how it works in this world. Which I thought, I even thought was absurd. I was like, they're really gonna fucking start trying to introduce uh, immunity into this fucking world after this goddamn long yeah. seven years of a Walking Dead. I don't feel like you can be immune to that level of infection. So no. But uh, he admits he was, and then she goes, "I saw it. You were bitten." He she goes, "He goes, you saw what you wanted to see." He's like, "I was bitten by the boy," uh, and he let her tell people that it was a walker, and he let let his messiah complex just build. Right. Which is yeah, which is what we thought from the get from the very first second episode we ever even saw this guy. We thought that he was just using that level of uh, fake immunity to. Yeah, I didn't believe for one people. second that he was immune. Like a cult. To be immune to that kind of infection, you'd have to, he'd have to be immune to like forty different viruses. Yeah, no. It's not like all walkers carry the same exact thing, which is what we discussed in a previous episode. But even regardless, Alejandro was still trying to convince her to stay. It doesn't seem to be working. But then, I mean, at first it didn't seem like she was working, and then all of a sudden she's like, oh, "Okay, maybe I will stay because there's the people she cares about, and she can't just leave." And her. Right. Now I wrote here, maybe Nick will be making his way to the hotel? Question mark Because if he's leaving. That, you know, this is this was my prediction that he was gonna show up to the hotel, potentially, you know. Uh, but she she doesn't want to leave. Right. So. Yeah, yeah she's she like she's saying that even though sorry I just remember. no go ahead she said even though that um to a lot of people even this this life in this world right now is better than what they had before like right you know, I mean, they have community they have you know what I mean a lot of them were living in pros like not prosperity like fucking. Just crap. They had crap lives before this. So even in the in the fucking apocalypse, it's, their lives are still better than they were before the apocalypse. So oh, absolutely. People don't want to leave, you know. Like, so it cuts back to Ophelia. She's walking, just walking, and then all of a sudden a gunshot happens, like right next to her. Yeah. And she, so she rolls down the hill, hides behind a tree, and then is approached by a man with a, a rifle. One guy. Like a white guy. Yeah, some white guy. Well, that made me think that she was on the other board, the side of the border. Like he says something to her, doesn't he? Say something like "Welcome to America," something like that. Yeah. yeah. But that is, we don't see Ophelia for the rest of the season after this, right? So what's happening to her is what is the deal with this guy? Right. So then it goes back to Travis, um, and them. They're in a room. <laughs> says, "I hope Travis kills the fuck out of them," which is. That's what I was what everybody for. is hoping. So according to these guys, they, t- they tell some bullshit story um, about how Chris is dead and they rolled the truck and that he fell out of the truck and landed by a tree and that they dragged him by the tree and then he buried him. But, the, but they changed they changed things as they're telling Travis what happens. Travis is not an idiot. Yeah, because they said first they said that he flew out of the car, but then they said they dragged him out. Yeah, he's like, did you drag him out or did he fly out? Fly out? Oh, so, well, well, we dragged him to the tree like they were getting. Yeah, they were stumbling over their words and. All that stuff, but that but that doesn't really matter. Yeah, all they, in all, they said Chris was dead. Yeah, upon impact, or his neck was broken when he flew out the window. Whatever. He's pretty jacked up, is what is pretty much what they said, and that they had to put him down. So we we figured out that you know Chris is dead, and Travis just immediately started fucking beating their asses. All while Madison, he like locks himself. Like they're all like leaving, but then he like stays behind and locks himself in. Yeah, all while Madison starts freaking the fuck out that he's in there killing them, which is bullshit. Yeah, like, I, and see what what led next. What 
that other guy coming in and getting hurt. See, to me, they should just let him fucking do it. Like, right. fuck these guys. They were already going to kick him out. They were pieces of shits. They just found out that his they killed his son. I would just have sat there and watched. Right. Like, why did they make such a huge deal about him killing these fucking pieces of shits? Like, I will never understand the writing in this. Like, I don't like it. I think it's very unrealistic. Yeah. Well, they, these people are just fucking retarded. Madison is an idiot. Yeah, she's so. I hate Madison. I do not like her whatsoever. Yeah, she. Nothing that she's done. Like I hate them both. Just as much, or she's not done anything in this show that she could die, and I would not care. No, everything that she's done in the show has just been stupid. Yep, she's made a lick of sense. Like the smartest person in the show is Alicia now, but she was stupid as fuck before too. Getting hold of those guys on the boat, dude. Fucking retard. See, Travis is a beast. Like, you know, he, he. He's he can do guy. some stupid stuff, but he's a, yeah. he's a beast. He they deserve every bit. He is <clears throat> pounding them, and he is beating the piss out of these two guys. And Fuck yeah, he is. And I mean, they're fighting back, but they're not holding their own. And as soon as I saw this, like as soon and then like the guys are, and I think, uh, will they try to kick Travis out? Like, as soon as I, I feel like that that was going to happen after he kills these guys. Right, and then somewhere in the middle of the fight, they get a key, and it's Oscar, the father or the the um the groom of the bride yeah, yeah. from the from the wedding. Yeah. He tries to get in. Travis fucking, like, bashes the door closed on him before he can get in. Knocks him out. Kicks him back out in the hallway. Or brings him into the room. I can't remember No, he was one. in the room. Yeah, he brings, pulls him into the room. Falls on the ground. Kills the fuck out of these two dudes. He pounds the shit out of them. He kill, stomps on this guy's face. Just, boom. I can't blame him, man. I was hoping for this, and I loved it. Yeah, I, that, it definitely some fucking vengeance for sure and the episode was called Wrath and that is for sure that was a good episode I really that was one of the better episodes it was a really good from beginning to end everything was great yeah it was really it was really cool mm-hmm. and then immediately after that it more it migrates right into the season 2 finale called North yeah and then pretty much the episode starts off pretty much direct it could have been one long ass episode yeah even on the on the stream that we were watching, it had a countdown at the top. It said, you know, Fear the Walking Dead finale starts in three, two, one, and then our stream ended. So I'm assuming it just picked right up where it left off. Yeah. Um, so the episode opens on a shocked-looking Travis finding out about um, Chris and killing two men and hurting Oscar. He's sitting there in complete silence. He just killed the shit. He's just fucking... And making almost no emotion on his face. He just yeah. is staring off into the distance. And no. then the windows break. Yeah, they're throwing door chairs at it and whatnot. And, and they get they get in there, and they're taking Travis away. They drag Oscar out of there, and they're taking Travis away. See, Oscar never should have even went in there. I think I was so fucking stupid of the writers to do that. Like, that makes... Who would not see that? Right. And be like... And understand what's going on. And be like, fucking, they deserve to die. Like, fucking, who gives a fuck? Um, yeah, it's, it's just ridiculous. But Madison meets up with Strand and Alicia as they ta- as they take Travis away, and she wants to go in that room and make sure that the uh, walker or that the two dudes don't become walkers. So she stabs him in the ear hole. Yeah, she stabs one of them directly in the ear hole. Yeah, that's weird. And it was I was like, ugh, like oh, a, you like that? <laughs> it was ridiculous. Then it cuts to Alejandro. He's being feverish, or he's very feverish, and he's scared. And he says Nick is right about about the fight, and wanting to wanting to stay and fight for their colonia. Yeah. Mm. And it goes back to Madison, and uh, Madison is blaming all of this on herself. She's saying like, which fucking is her fault if she yeah. never would have turned on the lights. See, but ultimately she never turned on the lights. Travis never would have came back either. That's true. So Travis would still be alone. She, they'd still be there just fine. All that group of people would never have been there. So who knows what could have been different, but. 
Madison's stupidity led to this fucking ridiculous <laughs> scene of events. Um, uh, they don't want to allow Travis to be exiled alone. So, you know, uh, Madison, like, they don't want them to be exiled at all, but, but it was Madison's rule. You know, it was Madison's law. So, like, he goes, how do you not, how are you going to not go by that? Right. And he goes, Strand is just like, let him go. He's like, you're going to let, you're going to let yourself die for, for Travis, like, after that, like. Right. He's crazy. And so, uh, they're going to go with them. They're going to go with him. They decide. And when Strand, they want Strand to come with them, as he says he won't die for them. If he didn't die for the man he loved. Yeah, he said, see, he, said he said, I had a chance to kill myself. Yeah. For that one guy, I can't remember his name now, but he's like, I didn't even die for him. He's like, well, I'm sure as hell not dying for you guys either. See, but to me, it's contradicting because a few episodes back, right, right when they started going in that hotel, Strand specifically says, he says, I will help you get this place started, then I'm leaving. Right. So now he has a chance to leave, and he's not leaving. Right. Like, is it too good? Does he like it too much? Like, Yeah, he very well might. I don't know, but... And then, and then you wrote in there, we wonder if Shram might change his mind, which he, might, he very well might. Yeah. I put, Nick puts on a strange jacket, which is, it was, I don't, it, it's very, it doesn't matter, but it's just a weird looking jacket. Yeah, he so, uh, Madison convinces Elena to let her into where they're keeping Travis. Oh, shit, I saw. She I goes totally and talks to them, that. saying that, uh, let us all leave in the morning. He goes, she goes, let him come stay with us. He doesn't need to stay in here. He, we're going to leave for sure. And they're like, okay. And, well, the other guy is very against it. Mm-hmm. But the woman, because... Oscar's in dire... He's unconscious right now. And Madison, at this point, tells Alicia, go keep an eye on to make sure we know what's going on. Right. So then, at some point, in the, the Nick puts on the jacket. He goes to talk to Luciana, talking about fighting for the community. And this is the, the point where she, where he's trying to convince her that it's a good idea to stay and fight if they like the community so much. And she's pretty against it. Right. But I was I was in the bathroom at this point. I just took was taking notes off what she's you were saying. She's against staying and fighting. Yeah. No, she's the one that wanted to stay and fight. She's the one who wanted to stay and fight. Okay. Nick is the one that wanted to leave. Oh, okay, that's right. That's I'm right. Like Rick would totally have stayed and fucking fought. Right. Okay. I, I see. I was inter. I was. I got up to go to the bathroom and right. I was going off your notes, or what you were I saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah. So like, they're he's trying to get them convince her again that we all got to leave. We can all leave. And I think that she he talked some sense into her this time because. He's saying it's not the community that she wants, it's it's the people. Right. So as long as all the people leave, she will have nothing to stay for. So um, So cut back to uh, the guys, uh, Andreas, which is Oscar's brother, I'm assuming, mm. and Hector. And they're talking about how they have to remove a piece of his skull to relieve the pressure of swelling. And his brain is starting to swell real bad. Yeah, so at this point they they spend a weird amount of time... Showing a very close up of a razor blade cutting into his head. Yeah, cutting his scalp out. And... Yeah, it's pretty weird. Definitely something that I think they did just to waste time. But it was cool looking, I guess. That razor was so fucking sharp. Yeah. Like it was effortlessly cutting into his skull. But um, cuts back to Alejandro. He admits to the Colonia about the attack. That's coming and, and, and everything like that. It'll be tonight, seemingly tonight. And Nick leaves the colony and he hears a helicopter. And we all hear the helicopter and he like grabs his binoculars and he looks out, which seems it seems to be like a military base type thing. Uh, he calls it a refugee camp later or something. Like right. That. But um, it goes right back to the to the end of the room and they cut it. They drill a hole into his skull. With yeah, it was fucking gross. 
There's this giant hole saw on the end of a drill, and they're cutting into his skull. And it was just nuts. And then, um, who doesn't regret killing those guys? Oh, Travis. Travis said he doesn't regret killing the guys. Madison agrees and understands, saying that the next time they'll kill together when they have to. Which is perfectly understandable. This is this is in the room. They kept Travis in a room. She convinces him to let him in there and talk to him and and tells Travis the plan that they're going to leave. It is then revealed not long after that that Oscar has died from the drilling and whatever. That didn't work. So oh, Travis then gets attacked for Oscar's death. Yeah, and they're like begging him, we'll leave right now, we'll leave right now. He goes, no, he's like, why should he, why should he, why should he live or whatever? Yeah, why should he get away with it? But, uh, and then, so he has the gun to Travis's head, and Travis is like, just leave, you don't need to see this. Like, he, he completely accepted dying at that point. He right. He was like, I'm probably going to die now. And I'm sure he felt bad for killing Oscar. You know, I'm sure he still has remorse. Those right. are the two guys, not on the other hand. But, uh, then, and then all of a sudden that guy kind of goes, <laughs> and then it, like, pans over to Alicia, and she had stabbed him. The doctor guy. Yeah, Andreas. Which sucks, because he was the only really doctor guy they had. Yes. He was like a vet, veterinarian, veterinarian. Yeah, she had a knife in his chest, and then and then you said, Travis is a beast, but I miss what he did. So well, I'm he not... beat the piss out of, like, three dudes again. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I totally missed that, but I wrote it down, because that warranted. And then, uh, and then uh, like they're fighting, and all of a sudden you hear it, Get everybody out now, and then, like, Strand is there with a the gun. He, I think he shot, no, he didn't shoot it. The guy accidentally shot when he got stabbed. I think that caused the ruckus. Yeah, but so like those guys take it, take out, take off. But uh, um, Nick returns. No, no, yeah. And Strand oh, says yeah. they need to leave. And it sounded like he said we need to leave now. Like it sounded like he was saying we need to go together. Right. But and then it's revealed really shortly after that that I guess he's not going gonna go. Yeah, he like hands the gun to Madison and they get into the truck. Yeah. And he doesn't go. He's like, no, so far I don't know what. What the hell is going to happen with Strand? I wonder if he's still going to be part of the show, or what's the deal? So Nick returns to the colony at, um, because of the helicopter. He goes back in there and tells Alejandro all about it. Um, and I also wrote down here that Alejandro has gigantic nostrils. Smell into the past and the future. <laughs> like, they're so fucking big. I couldn't keep my... It took me right out of it. I was like, wow, those nostrils are huge. Like, giant fucking raindrops. Um, so the new, the new trio, Madison, Alicia... And Travis um, arrived at the drug warehouse grocery store, and it's emptied, but it smells really bad. They walk toward the back. It's all dark. Travis and Madison find the dead family that we talked about at the beginning of the last episode. Alicia is right behind them and wonders what Madison is doing. Like, she seems really worried about it. What she's worried about her going to find Nick for some dumb reason? Yeah, like, she's against her finding Nick, which... I don't know. It's stupid. <laughs> I don't even care about that whole part. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, they, the tr- they said they find the, fa- the dead family. Yeah. And uh, the, attack, the attack begins. Like, it shows the guys pull, like, the, the warehouse guys. Yep. They, like, break down that part of that wood, and they walk in to the walker part. And they're like, fuck, that's a lot of walkers. And they shoot a couple, and then... Yep. See, they didn't swarm on them, like... Mm-mm. Like, see, these, these walkers act weird. I don't know. Like, in The Walking Dead, like, these walkers would have been, like, all over them motherfuckers, dude. Quick. Absolutely. There's no... For a show called Fear the Walking Dead, there's not a lot of fear in The Walking Dead. Yeah. Now they, and they make it through the bus, and they come out, and the colony is empty. Except Alejandro, but they do not know that. They do not see that Alejandro's there. He's, like, right. hiding. So, as I, as I move through, Alejandro's watching over his shoulder, and he looks... You know, waits for them to move past him, and then he goes, and he goes to the bus. 
he starts the bus and then begins to move the bus. All he does is pull it out just a couple of feet, freeing the walkers into the colony. Attackers just waste ammo on all the walkers by, you know, by attacking them, but they don't really need the ammo for anything else because there's nobody there to attack. So... Yeah, they're like shooting in the air like, Whoa! Oh yeah, they're they're super excited when they get up in there. Then and then the walkers they're like they're hiding like little cockroaches, like little cockroaches. <laughs> um, the yeah, the rest of the colony are walking the streets of what I thought was America, but I guess it's not. Um, just like a, a city, like close to the border, real close. Well, Tijuana is very close to America anyway. Yeah, so, so I thought I thought that it may have been, but it's it's not. But they're heading north. Um, Travis, Alicia, and Madison also arrived at the colony to find Nick, but it is empty. Alicia spots the bus with its hazard lights on. Yeah, it's funny because it was completely the opposite, I thought. Yeah. Um, I thought Nick was going to show up at the hotel, but they, they showed up at the fucking his community because they found a, she found an address on one of the guys. Right. And uh, she used her GPS, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the only way it makes any sense. But uh, she assumed that that the that the address that was on that guy's license just may happen to be uh, where the community was. I think it, don't think it was on his license. I think it was on a piece of paper. Well, she's like, oh, it's probably somewhere where they used to live. I don't know. I don't remember it being his license. It might not have been, but I. She said that. I remember her saying that. It's like, oh, it's probably close to their home where they lived, mm-hmm. and that's where they that's where they went. Um, it doesn't really specify how they figured it out, but like I said, Madison or Alicia spots the bus with its four ways on, and they arrive to all of the walkers that were in that where the bus was in the community, and they think the whole community's been killed. Yeah, and you see all the freaking the bad guys. They're yep. all walkers now. Like yeah, the main guys like, oh fuck, I lost. And then you can see like they do a really interesting, like the cinematic, like whatever it's the fucking cinematography of it, like right. It shows like she's looking at every single walker, like you know we're seeing it from her trying to. See, I think she was trying to see if Nick was one of them. Right. It was just cool. Like I, don't, I liked it. And then uh, so it cuts back to the bus. Alicia's inside the bus talking to Alejandro, and she's like, "He's still alive. I can't get him to say anything." And then they get down there and they start talking to him, and he speaks about Nick going to the border. Um, said he said he saw something about the border, and then and then he dies. Yeah. So they're like, ah, sweet. Alicia, or I'm sorry, Madison puts a knife in his head before he becomes a walker. And then I, that was, at this point, I was like, oh, they're probably not in America yet. Nick yeah. spots a helicopter one more time. Because they get to that very, you see it a lot, like that that border crossing. Yeah. It was like the same thing Nancy bought one. Nancy bought one. Oh, yeah, yeah, She was, you know, it's that same scenario. You go through, you get to sit and wait, and you show them your passport, et cetera. But there's obviously no guards. But then... They, they, you know, they stop for a minute and they start looking through the binoculars out to see. They see the helicopter again, and he said, "Oh, it's like a refugee camp or something." Lucian, Luciana. Yeah, Luciana. That all of a sudden they just fired upon, like right. out of nowhere. Right. Heavy artillery, almost just. Yeah, it's like mil- Are they like they looked like military? I don't know. If maybe they were just some group that had military clothing, or if they were actually border patrol. I'm not sure, that, but definitely Luciana definitely got shot. Oh yeah, I know. And then Nick like, carries her off, and everybody's fucking running away. And they're being very, like, shoot first, ask questions later. Like, yeah, it's weird. It doesn't really, at this point, we don't get m- much information. Nick and Luciana hide, and then 
you know, are approached by two men with, you know, with guns and military clothing and are seemingly captured, I'm assuming. Um, it just yeah. kind of cuts off, like, at the end of, you know, with them being surrounded by them. And, and that's how that that's how the episode ends. So as of now, the season has ended with Ophelia being either captured or rescued. We don't even know yet by that white guy. Right. He probably And then we got Madison, Travis, and Alicia seemingly going to find Nick. Right. And then Nick and his group being captured by whatever the fuck these guys were so right that's and pretty much where everything everybody's left off very much in the spirit of the walking dead it's a good they... season effort. i liked it it was a good two episodes yeah it wasn't it wasn't bad at all now i mean we did chris is dead which is yeah which is great uh which is what we all wanted because fuck, fuck that chris. kid <laughs> he's an idiot I he's the biggest him. idiot of them all yeah i hated his ass dude so but i just i'm i'm, I'm excited that, that chris is dead that's all that's all i'm next for walking dead now fuck yeah yeah, it's going to be so good. I can't wait. Just a couple weeks. Two solid weeks. Flash starts tonight. We will be talking about that next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Flash Flash and Arrow start this week. And Legends, Talk right? nerdy to me, Elaine. Right. Flash, Arrow, and Legends this week. Oh. And then Supergirl starts next week. You're right? giving me a boner. Right. Right. <laughs> I see three fucking times. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're giving me a boner just t- t- talking about it. But no, All that's... Right. Yeah, Supergirl and Legends start the 10th and 11th. Or no, the... 10th Supergirl starts on the 10th and then Flash Arrow Legends on the 13th the following week so we're yes. getting Flash and Arrow tonight today this is going to be a great fall tomorrow. we got fucking Fantastic Beasts coming out this fall we got fucking Doctor Strange coming out this fall we got Flash Arrow Legends tomorrow Supergirl Walking Dead yeah fucking, it's crazy oh, so fuck yeah. so here's a here's a great opportunity while we got a little bit more time to tell everybody that we're going to try. Now, if you out there, if you listen to the show and you're like, let's say you want to listen to us talk about The Flash, but you could give a shit about Arrow, right. for example. We're going to try to split these shows. Maybe not immediately, but eventually we're going to try to split our show into segments. Segments. And- so you, if you download, if you have our show set to download automatically on your phone, just prepare yourself because if we, maybe we'll release, you know, one segment per show, or maybe we'll release one with just DCCW or, or so on and so forth. So if you're getting, if all of a sudden you get five new episodes from Nerdtalkalypse and you got them all downloaded immediately, then that's why. You might want to turn off the automatic download and just download the episode you want to hear. If you want to hear all four of them, they won't be much different. You know, you'll be able to download them all and just listen to them all in one it's swing. Going to be the, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to talk about it all in one day. It's just going to be you can. It's going to be easier for you to choose what you listen to. Like he said, if you don't watch Legends of Tomorrow and you don't want to sit through an entire fucking conversation about it, right? You can just listen to Flash and Arrow. And, and I'm not saying that it's not easy to fast forward a podcast. I I get yeah, that. But it, then you got to fucking find out exactly. Yeah, then you got to find out where it is and all that stuff. So we're trying to tailor the experience to you. If it's something that you don't like, tell us. Tell us on our Twitter page. Tweet at us. Whatever you want to do. Um, message us on Facebook. Be like, I don't like that. I, I wish it was the way it was. And we'll, we'll put it right back to the way it was. That's not a problem. But we're trying to make it easier for you. I've, I've noticed. I listen to a lot of podcasts myself. Um, and I noticed that a lot of people do. They do. They, do. they put out episodes and categories. Um, we also talk about a lot of different shit. Right. You know what I mean? And it works out. There's there's a, a podcast that I listen to, and they talk about DC news. And then 
they also release one for Gotham and then release one for Lucifer, which helps me out because I just got caught up on Gotham and I didn't care to listen to those things. So I would listen to their news episode and I would delete the other ones until I get to the point where I can listen to them. And I'll do it, but I, I don't plan on watching Lucifer any time in my in my life, so yeah, um, I can just avoid that one entirely, and it works out nicely. So we tailor the experience to you. Because coming up soon, in a couple of weeks, we're going to have Walking Dead, Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, and any movies have... that come out, any other specials we're going to do. Like, you know, that's six shows alone. No, yeah, about six, five. Right, or six and shows. then eventually, I'd like to add Gotham to the list where we can talk about that. Maybe yeah, not catching up on that. Maybe not like a weekly thing, but we can go a couple weeks and then talk about what we've seen, right? And so on and so forth. And you know, but our our plate our plate is going to get way big. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're 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 moving from entree to to second course meal here, like, um, and we're just trying to make the experience better for all of you out there. So definitely let us know. We're gonna we're gonna try it. If you don't like it, then let us know. If you do like it, then let us know. Right, it's gonna take some time for us to transition into that because it's we gotta set shit up. Like it's yeah, but, but we'll get there. It's not it's not too far off. And if it gets to be a pain in the ass, then whatever. And then in after after all that stuff ends, like for the mid season break, you know we'll go back to the, just the normal episodes <coughs> weekly. You know one episode per week, and then and then. When things start picking back up again, then we'll do that. So, it, it's been working out nicely because Fear the Walking Dead during the summer is pretty much all we have to cover, right? And, and besides the movies and comic book specials that we did, yeah. In uh, for that, we already did specials on their own. You know, we did one for Suicide Squad, we did one for BVS, we did one for Civil War, all that, all that stuff, and then we just avoid the rest of the conversation until the next week, and then we just pick up where we left off. Right. So, um, we're just trying to make it better. Eventually, I would like to make it so we have one that just covers. Marvel and just covers Star Wars and things like that, but that's that's for a whole other thing. Um, that's later. We're only thirty episodes in. Yeah, that's for that's for if we ever want to decide to turn this into the Nerdtalklips Network instead of right. the Nerdtalklips podcast. We you know we can do the Nerdtalklips. Open up a lot of opportunities. Like I have friends that want to talk about like Dungeons and Dragons. Like right, we could open up a network and we could just host them and they could just do it. Like, right, know, absolutely. Stuff like that. So we're we're going to look into doing that and 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 things. But Nerdtalklips podcast will always be the It'll be the Nerdtalklips Network in the Nerdtalklips Podcast, and we'll have maybe the, you know, the Nerdtalklips Marvel, Nerdtalklips right. DC, Nerdtalklips, whatever. Um, and maybe that'll be a little bit easier to, to tailor the experience. But un- until then, we, you know, we're, we're just going to experiment until we figure out what everybody likes. But, yeah, all right. Well, uh, we got a couple minutes left. You want to do some ad libs? Sure. Let's yeah. do some Nerdtalklips ad libs. I'll do you a Star Wars one this time. Yes, sir. All right, same format as last time. Sure. All right. Believe it or not. Ooh, this will be, this will be a fun one. It's a Batman one. This one's called "The Power of the Dark Side" by Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> All right, this one is called "Punchline." All right, this is from the DC uh-huh. superhero Mad Libs. Lane's doing a Star Wars one for me. All right, do you need a noun? Noun. Uh, mouse. I need a city. Los Angeles. Adjective. Shitty. Plural noun. Armpits. Noun. Ducks. Last name. Penhollow. Plural noun. Geese. 
Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Adjective. Moldy. Moldy. Verb ending in ing. Lacerating. Adjective. Tall. Adjective. Small. <laughs> Two verbs. Two verbs? Yeah. Oh. Run. Thrust. Thrust. Adverb. Um, generously. Number. 475. Adjective. Crimson. I also need an adjective. Moist. Adjective. Um, erect. Noun. Two nouns. Lampshade. Muffler. Muffler. Plural noun. Titties. Noun. Headphone jack. <laughs> noun. Um, Super Saiyan. Super Saiyan? Yeah. Plural noun. Foreskins. Last name of person in room. So either Penhollow or Stipe. Stipe. Verb. Jump. Noun. Um. Coffee cup. Adjective. Gargantuan. Gargantuan. Verb. Um. Fucky. That's not a verb. Something's fucky? That's not a verb. Fucky would be like an adjective. Okay. Like that. Um, fucking. Fuck. Fuck. Sure, that works. Because it's not... It's not I, not any NG, right? Okay, first name, male. Dave. Alright, that's done for me. Yep, same with me. Alright, I guess I'll go first this time. Sure. Mad Libs, The Power of the Dark Side by Emperor Palpatine. As Mouse Sidious, Sith Lord and shitty leader of the Galactic Empire, Jesus. I know firsthand how powerful the dark side of the Force is. If you become a Sith, a duck who uses the dark side of the Force, you'll have all the powers of the Jedi and more. Unlike the Jedi, who only work with the light side of the Force, the Sith can use the dark side to stop the geese he or she loves from lacerating. The Jedi would never try such a small thing. It's obvious to anyone who has studied the dark side that it is more powerful than the Jedi could generously imagine. The Jedi might tell you that the dark side is quicker, easier, and more crimson. I admit that may be true, but those who join the dark side will know erect power beyond their wildest titties. <laughs> 
Like me and my Super Saiyan, Darth Stipe, those who practice the dark side of the Force are destined to rule the coffee cup. Join us or fuck. <laughs> Interesting. I like it. All right, so this one's called Punchline. Since the Riddler is back in Los Angeles and he's planning trouble, he sent us riddles as armpits to his crimes. Commissioner Penhollow told Batman the moldy crime fighter studied the Riddler's list. What knows tall words but will never run? What will thrust around the world but always stays in one spot? What starts with a P and ends with an E and has more than 475 letters? <laughs> what the fuck? Batman thought for a moment and said the answers are moist. A dictionary, con- <laughs> a dictionary contains every lampshade but does not speak. A postage muffler stays glued to the corner of a headphone jack. <laughs> and the post office has many foreskins. That's it! The Riddler's going to jump the post office. Commissioner Gordon cried, but Batman said no. He plans to steal the gargantuan postage stamp of the dictionary writer Dave. Dave Webster from the Gotham City Library, where I'll be waiting for him. <laughs> Interesting. The, the answers are moist. <laughs> Joker. The Joker. Yeah, all right. Those are our Mad Lib segment. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about before we end this podcast for the week? Nothing I can think about. Just how excited I am for Walking Dead, Flash, Arrow. I can't fucking wait. Oh, yeah. I want to I want to dive real real quickly. I want to take a, a quick dive onto what your overall thoughts of Supergirl were. Any, any short problems that you had and things of that nature. I have certain continuity problems, but that's with any of these shows. Right. I know I like it. Like it, it was a little cheesy at first, kinda. It gets like, his legs a little like, bit. There's that scene when the Martian Manhunter, like there's a guy, like he's like trying to he needs to eat something like he, he's like energy. And the Martian Manhunter says something to the effect of if he's hungry, let's serve him up some dinner. Like <laughs> or something like that. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's I really I really liked Supergirl and Lane beasted this show. He he binged it in like a week. I like it. I liked it. It was great. You know, like the special effects got a little bit better. Yeah. I feel like on for, on the CW, it's just going to be that much better of a show. Right. I like Kara. I like Cat Grant's. Like she's such a bitch, but I love her at the same time. Like right. She's going to be used very sparingly in the ne- in the next season. But and you got this big buff black beautiful James Olsen. Oh yeah. Completely different of any James Olsen you've ever seen. Yeah, it's uh, I really I really enjoyed it. Um, so your excitement for season two hasn't hasn't. Has been is is up there. Yeah, I can't fucking wait for it. Like, I I can't wait to see the crossover because, like you said, I can't wait to, for Diggle to Diggle's reaction, and I can't wait to see how they're gonna. Because there's something that she says when she's talking to James Olsen. Right. She says something that I feel like it might be a foreshadow. She says, "The fact that there's more more than one Earth, and they they vibrate at a different frequency." She goes, "Uh, now if those Earths were to vibrate at the same frequency at the same time." they would become one. Hmm. And that was her way of going into telling James Olsen that they need to be together. That's right when she kissed him, I think. Right. But it sounded like on top of that, you know, she was using it as a pickup line, like she was trying to be smooth. Right. But it also sounded like a foreshadow to me that maybe their two Earths are going to become one Earth. That would be cool. Somehow. I I think, I think though, that would be awesome, but I think that somehow they're going to establish a way that they can just travel travel there flawlessly yeah. anytime they need to. Well, that's my prediction, that eventually they're going to be the same Earth. 
Well, because I know, I know that in the in the future. Have you ever heard of? The, I think his name is Music Ma- Maestro or uh, something. He he was a, a character in uh, one of the I think Batman: The Brave and the Bold, like animated. Mm. But it was voiced by Neil Patrick Harris. Ah, okay, and he was a villain. And what he did, his power was that he made people sing. Interesting. Like a musical. Yeah. So they're doing that, but I don't know if it's going to be Neil Patrick Harris or not. It would be awesome if it was. But here's here's the clues as to why everybody wants it to be Neil Patrick Harris is that Manissa Benoist and Grant Gustin came from Glee. Who the hell is Manissa Benoist? Supergirl. They were on Glee? Yes. Like they sang on that show? Yes. Interesting. I had no they idea. They weren't ever together on Glee. Huh. They, they never appeared. They never met. Their characters never met each other, but both both of them were singers on the show interesting at one point and so was neil patrick harris obviously neil patrick harris is a great singer he does uh, i have male genitalia so i've never watched glee i never have either but I've, <laughs> i know that these right. characters showed up um and i think i did watch like a like a facebook video of neil patrick harris's appearance right on glee and it was really cool i'm sure it was um you know he's a, he's a great singer so everybody wants him to show up on the flash because they're doing a musical episode and the only the only excuse would be is if the villain had that kind of power to make them do that because other than that no who the fuck cares like right. i don't care to see the flash running around singing but the, what's his name <laughs> joe west he was also in the movie rent and and we saw on earth too joe yeah, west he was singing, he was singing. he's a good singer too and i think cisco and the guy who plays win i think they're all singers like hmm. they're all really good at singing so seeing a musical episode might be really pleasing yeah and if the villain is like the music maestro or whatever the fuck his name is i can't remember his name then that might be what you know. What's to come? It might be so, something to look forward to. If it's Neil Patrick Harris, that would be dope as yeah. fuck. It was like on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. They had that musical episode, and a lot of the actors were really great singers. Right, right, yeah. That's a that's another example they always use Buffy. Um, so we got that, and then um, recently, uh, Lane started Gotham. He just I started finished. Gotham when it first came out. Right, he just had stopped for various reasons. Right, which we said before on the show, and then. In the last week, when I put that Stranger Things uh, thing in there, everybody got a little a bit of my intro to that. But I started Gotham. I fin- I'm I'm totally caught up to halfway through the most current episode, not including tonight's episode. I'm only on season two, episode two. But with as fast as I can watch TV shows, it's not going to be an issue. Right. Um, so, so we're pretty well caught up. The story's getting awesome. I don't, I don't really have too many problems with Gotham. Has one of the most disturbing, most <laughs> uncomfortable things I have ever seen. <laughs> I got a phone call the other day from Lane. He he likes to update me through the week about his uh, like endeavors t- into television. I have a really fucked up sense of humor, kind of like my. my I could think of some bad shit. You know, I could say things that some people probably couldn't even just say. I've said it. I've, I've been known to tell new people that meet Lane for the first time that he lives his life on the other side of the line that people cross. I'm sure you've heard the phrase, you've crossed the line. Lane lives on the line, but this, sometimes over this, the line. to me, has to be one of the worst things that I have ever seen. Like, like if this happened to you, like, like... It's not, I don't know how to, it's just disturbing. Very disturbing. I'm going to watch that scene right now and throw up. They view themselves as unique, self-contained systems, but we are merely a collection of parts. What happens when I replace your eyes, your face? This is the doll maker scene. It's a scene, he transforms a man, and he puts like woman parts on him. And he's alive, like he's conscious of it. And he is just fucking... 
freaking out. Like, imagine waking up and having woman arms, titties. Oh my god, like, it's just so uncomfortable. And, like, the look on her face, on Fish Mooney's face when she sees this, is does exactly how I feel. <laughs> That's so fucking funny, dude. Disturbing. I did forget there's one more thing that we have to do. Like, I could not imagine this happening to me. Like, waking up and just having different body parts. Like, that... <laughs> like, look at her face. That is... I would be fucking disturbed as hell. That's when she was like, I get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> that, that just, that, the man screams, man. It's just horrible. I know, dude. <laughs> That's so fucked up. When you called me the other day and you were telling me about this, it was fucking making me laugh it's so, so hard. Because it's so disturbing. Like, it's just funny. It's like more disturbing to me than the human centipede. Like, Yeah, well, that's some fucked up shit, too. I just don't know. But, so, that's that's that. We're, we, uh... Or die, we're finally catching up on all the things. We still we are not fully caught up on Daredevil yet, but we're working on it. Um, you know, we're we're planning on, you know, after probably after the mid season breaks of all these shows coming up, probably after the new year, um, I'm gonna try. I want to try to finish everything. I want to try to get. I want to try to nail out Daredevil. I want to try to nail out Jessica Jones. I want to then get down Luke Cage because I, I've heard it's insane and we haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Um, we'll get there. We're beasting through all of it. We're going to get caught up on every fucking nerd show. Because when Iron Fist comes out, I want to watch that shit. Yeah, absolutely. And then and then fucking Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I want to watch. That's going to be tough to catch up. Yeah. I mean, they're they're four seasons deep right now. And uh, it's just... I, I, they're 23 episodes a season. Yeah. That show's okay. I mean, I just want to see Ghost Rider. Like, it looks yeah, crazy. Yeah. We'll catch up on that, too. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll work on it. Well, at our own pace. It's not that important that we need to catch up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I feel it's... But. All right, well, I think we're going to get into our very last segment of the episode. We're going to watch Generations, episode four. Pokemon Generations. Yeah. All right, guys, Pokemon Generations, episode four, The Lake of Rage. Which is cool. We're moving right into, because at the last episode, it was them, it was Gary... Oh, we're not gonna. I wonder. We're not gonna see Gary and Ash fight or Blue and Red fight. Probably. I don't know. Maybe not. That'd uh, be that'd be cool though if we did. Because it it's four right minutes is a longer episode. Yeah. So this is Lake of Rage, which you guys know that it takes place in Gold and Silver, the game Gold and Silver with the Red Gyarados. Right. So we're gonna start that right now. Oops. Here, let's just queue up one more time. I double clicked. Ready? Wait. Alright, one, two, three. Pokemon Generation. Generations. Okay. Uh, there's Blaine the Dragon Trainer. Lance. Lance the Dragon. What the fuck did I just say that? That's <laughs> Blaine is from the seventh gym. Man, take my nerd card right now. Boom! So Dragonite Jesus. just punched the shit out of the door. Is that a mega punch? I don't know, but that's a tough wall. Interesting. Dragonite is tiny. Yeah. Well, Dragonite isn't really all that big. Now that Dragonite we saw, 
from uh, Bill on Bill's episode was uh, something else. That red Gyarados. So it shows it Lan Lance's Dragonite fighting this red Gyarados. Interesting. Do we see Lance there in the, in yes. the game? Yeah, he was so. there. He's trying to figure out why that red Gyarados was so weird. Intruders detected in area two. Lance should have no problem going through Team Rocket because he's was the fucking the best trainer, one of the best trainers in the world. Right. There's Red or Ash or whatever. Possibly. So I guess we're not going to see the fight between Red and Blue. Oh wow, Team Rocket, four goons. I could take you all. Look! Look! They're walking with such a fucking like, weird swagger. What makes you think you can fight him? Man? I would be like, fuck this. I've got a Magnemite eradicator. Fight Grimer. that Dragonite with a Houndoom. Magnemite, Grimer. Not even evolved. Houndoom. Houndoom's badass. I love Houndoom. It's like a level 65 Dragonite. They're fucked. Please. Eradicate. And a Golbat. They all attack him at once, and he's just like, nope! What? What do you mean, what? Boom! <laughs> Flamethrowered the shit out of all of them. I feel like Houndoom wouldn't have been so effective, though. But, oh my god. That Dragonite just butt-raped them all. Just like we expected. Kicking down another door. I love the animation. Yeah, it looks great. Oh yeah, it's like a power plant. I think you go through this with Lance in the game. Like you go through this exact same place. Yeah. Wheeze, wheezing. Smoke screen. You know what to do. Dragonite is so boss. He has so much confidence. Thunderbolt. Done. What? Dragonite's like, I will rape you. Yeah, it's exactly like from the game, I'm pretty sure. Yep. All those electrodes. This is zapping their energy. Kicking the computer. Boom, boom. Dragonite just fucking shit up. I love the animation of that Dragonite in this. They're like, ooh, electrodes are like, fuck you yeah, I'm a... They're so stoked. <laughs> that guy's horrified. Oh, yeah. shit. Boom. <laughs> that guy would be At least ten electrodes just electrocuted this fucker. Enter Red Gyarados. That Gyarados looks dope. Yes, he does. It's huge. This Lance just looking at him. Well, Alright. Well, that was interesting. Yeah. Huh. 
I like this show, dude. It's yeah. short, just short enough for us to commentate. And but hardly even notice having to wait for it. Right? <clears throat> All right, that wraps up episode 30 of Nerd Talkalypse. I can't believe 30 episodes in. I know. The rule of podcasting, I found this out. If you make it past episode 7, you're in it. Really? That's what they say. Interesting. I don't know how, where they get that statistic from, but apparently there's a lot of podcasts out there that just never make it past seven weeks of well, commitment. Well, hopefully, we. Well, I imagine we're going to be doing this for quite a long time. There's yeah. no shortage of nude nerdness anytime soon. Nude. Nudeness. Nude nerdness. There's no shortage of nudeness every time we record. Yeah, we're butt-ass naked every time. That's why we haven't been videotaping it. <laughs> we're just we're becoming nudists. You can get off my lap now, Deej. Yeah. Yeah, I record right from Lane's lap. Let's see, so Tuesday, let's see, one, two, three, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. So we're going to be on episode 44 by the end of the year if we don't miss any between now and... Well, I don't imagine we will. And that's not even to say that we might do two episodes toward the end of the week, so or toward the end of the year, because pro- we're going to do a Rogue One special, and then we're probably going to do our Happy Nerd Year yeah, we're gonna special. Have, I mean, we're going to have three specials, like. And I want to do a Christmas special too, um, so it might be. There's a Christmas movie, a nerd. The, oh, there's a comic book. It's a comic book. There's two of them. Yeah. There's one for Marvel and one for DC. Right. We can read them. Um, Talk about them. I'm definitely going to do the JLA one. Yeah. If I can acquire the, the Marvel Claus. one, yeah. Santa Claus is a mutant in Marvel, isn't he? Uh, something like that, yeah. In the JLA one, he's part of the Justice League, and it's a yeah. story. Interesting. Um, but Plastic Man tells the story of how he becomes a member, a full-fledged member of the Justice League, and how he's okay. a, he's a speedster. Plastic Man is interesting. Well, he'd have to be a speedster. Yeah, it's cool. It's it's definitely interesting. I didn't read much of it. I just read like the beginning of it and and stuff like that. And it's just like about some kid who doesn't believe in Santa Claus. He's like, well, what do you mean you don't believe in Santa Claus? But, well. All right, well, that ends our episode. You guys have a nice one. Yeah, we'll be back next week with Flash and all that good stuff, so stay tuned. We at Nerdtalkalypse Podcast assume no claim in sounds, references, music, and graphics and are not affiliated or endorsed by any companies involved, such as Disney, Lucasfilm, Marvel, DC Comics, Warner Brothers, Sony, ComicBook.com, or any of their affiliates. Nerdtalkalypse is a non-profit generating podcast made for entertainment purposes. We can be found on social media at Facebook.com slash Nerdtalkalypse and on Twitter at Nerdtalkalypse. You can also email us, Nerdtalkalypse at gmail.com. We really appreciate you listening. Please subscribe to us at any of the following servers, iTunes, Stitcher, Satchel, Player FM, and TuneIn Radio. Or also on Facebook every Monday for a live viewing of the show. Please, if you enjoy the show, let us know via email or review on iTunes. If you'd like to be a guest, either in person or via Skype, please send us an email. If there's any subject matter you wish us to discuss, please let us know. We will do all the necessary research to bring you that specific content, either in our next episode or a special of your very own. Thank you again for listening to Nerd Talk Lips Podcast.